what's up, everybody? All right, so we were having a good time, a grand time yesterday, and we figured that it would be a part two series to this because we had a lot more to talk about. Uh, with this anchor that I'm using, we only have 30 minutes of speaking, so I think that we can add on to uh, the first episode. So, uh, so let's just get right to it. Uh, so now we're going to talk about our heroes. Uh, our black heroes, how much they mean to us, how do we look up to them, why do we look up to them, uh, do we model ourselves after them? So um, I think, who, uh, who had the first one? Why you tripping? We didn't even introduce ourselves. Well, I mean, it's a part two. It's a part two. Yeah. I know, but they still gotta be like, you know, we back on part two or something. They don't remember. It's probably be different people or her. <laughs> it's been a few hours. <laughs> Actually, 24 hours. To be exact. Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright, so, hold up. What y'all tell me to do yesterday? Uh, what's up, this? What? That boy. No, no that boy, big. Yeah. I told you he's not that cool to be good. <laughs> Alright, so this is that boy, big. Yeah, I like that. I like okay. that. Alright, so. Can't say it right. Stop visually. Okay, so we got. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's most seen. Uh, oh. <laughs> Please excuse that. Oh. 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 So we got we got our boy Mr. McLeod back. What's going on, Mr. McLeod? Oh, hello. No. Oh, wow. It's okay. <laughs> Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> and then we got my boy Carson Isaac. Yeah, see, we'll be back in the cut. Anyways. Hey, y'all hate us, man. Hey. It's your girl, D-Lo. Yeah. Better recognize. Hey, this is Carrie back. You already know. Hey, hey. <laughs> and of course, y'all favorite, Bree. You know, breezy, breezy, breezy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're mad because nobody calls you mostly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. so um, so now let's go back to the hero. So, um, Bree, you had a hero first, right? I did. Okay, so Bree, who's your hero? Why do you look up to this person, etc.? Um, okay, so I changed mine. I think I took one of y'all's, my bad, but I changed mine to Erica Badu. Because I just love her, like, everything about her just, I don't know. I love her music. I love her style. I love her confidence. I love how she's just her, and she don't care what nobody else thinks. Like, Erica Badu is going to say and do whatever, and I just love that about her. And her music just, I don't know, like, every song that I've heard by her, it just, I don't know, it has meaning. Like, when you listen to the words, and it's not just like any other artist. Like, she's original, you know, yeah. That's okay, it. so let me just say, like, what's your favorite song from everybody? Green Eyes. Mm. Green Eyes. Yes. Okay. Y'all need to listen before. to it. That's one of her best songs. Like, for it's like 10 minutes, but it's one of her best songs. I love it. What what album is that from? Is that Baduism? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> Ooh, okay. this kind of looked bad on me because I said she was my favorite. No, but. <laughs> I don't worry about it. I mean, you know, uh, all I got to do is just look up Green Eyes. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, all right. I just put y'all on. You're welcome. I chose Barack Obama, um, which to me, it's um, 
I won't say it's ironic because he was the first black president, but to me, looking up to him and seeing how important he was as a black man in the United States of America, which is also white America, which is um it really it really shook me. And um I'm actually reading his book right now, and so I was um in it. I, it was he was saying how how he was always getting looked at in all these negative ways when he was trying to be the um senator of Illinois. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that was it. And um, this he had to go through all this, this hate to get where he is now. And so I was just to reflect back on that, like I kind of feel the way he feels being hate getting looked at in a certain way. So that's why I just try to put that stuff aside and just live my life, you know. Okay. All right. So uh, so we got Barack Obama. Then we got Eric Badu. Someone else? Mr. McLeod. Okay, so Mr. McLeod, who's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> on the spot. Uh, my, my hero? Your hero. My hero? Uh, Muhammad Ali is mm. my hero. I think he's, uh, I don't know, man. He's, he's different. He, I think he's the ultimate expression of like self-confidence and being an unafraid black man. You have almost every reason to be. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially for the things that he stood up for and especially during the time of those 60s where they had a lot of uh, 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 Nation of Islam people. Uh, when people try to say that it was a cult or whatever, but I'm getting way out of uh, subject. But okay, all right, Muhammad Ali. All right, so, okay. Carrie? Oh, so she's not really, she's not really famous, but she's known Because like she's a YouTuber and stuff like that. So I just say I idolize her because like I listen to her podcast every morning and it just helps me put me in a better mindset and it's more like motivation and help you to like know who you are and she's a woman of God too. So you know you get a little word in it too. So who what? First. Oh, I said Anaya Ivy. No, you didn't. I did too. No. No. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Anaya Ivy. Anaya Ivy. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah, she like helps you get in tune with yourself. You know, okay. spiritual and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Okay. D-Lo. Can you come back to me? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you say your mom or something. Well, I would say, well, I, I'm their idols. Me, I would say for me, I'll say my father. Uh, the reason oh. being is because he, I mean, he's the reason how I am, really. Uh, I look up to him about everything. I go to him about a lot of stuff. Even though, like, I have like a lot of idols that I uh, look up to, uh, music wise and business wise, and things like that. Education things like that, but I really think my father, because he set the standards for me to be, how to be a man, how to treat others, and how to just basically show love to everybody. So, Brendan White, that's my dad. Okay, I'll go. So, my idol is my mom, because, well, you know, she showed me to, like, push for your dreams and never give up, basically. And that's, I mean, that's what you need. So that's my idol. Maurice. And your mother's name is, though. Oh, Toya Robinson. There we 
go. Alright. We'll see. So my idol is very special to me. Because that's my idol. Um <laughs> my idol is my mom too. <laughs> Because she's very hard on me. She's she's teaching me as much as a mom can do how to be a successful black man in society, mm. in today's society. So yeah, that's my my mom. Thank you. You had to say a whole group. Scholar, scholar, scholar. Last one. Mine is different. He's like older than me. So it's a. Have y'all ever heard of Crispus Attucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was considered like the first man to be killed in the American Revolution from the Boston. We learned about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He was with sure. black and Native Americans were the two most oppressed races at that time. So I just. Girl, you educating, educating us. Alright, so why? So when did we learn that? Why? Girl. Why is he your uh, idol? <coughs> because he represented for all the races that were being oppressed because he was mixed with the two most hated races in America at that time. So the fact that he was considered to be killed by us just shows Okay. Alright. So um all right, so now we got all these people are heroes to us, uh, because we have different uh uh, well, we just look at these people differently. I mean, you know, we have we have different heroes uh, throughout our entire lives, and uh, I hope y'all share us share with us later on, like in the hallways, like you know, like who is y'all hero and why are they so important to you and etc. So you know, we can keep this conversation going. I like that. All right, so uh, the next thing that um, that we want to talk about are moments in uh, Black history. Not necessarily our top five yet, because that's going to be kind of like our top five, but let's talk about moments. And uh, the reason why I want to talk about moments is because those play a huge role in today's time. you got to have someone to sacrifice um, to have a brighter future. So the first thing that I think of is like those people like on uh, Black Panther, at the end of Black Panther, when... Uh, yeah, and uh, the movie. Uh, not the child. Who was that? Uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Michael B. Jordan said that he basically gives, yeah, he would rather die than, uh, than to than to do it. I, I can't remember. Uh, what basically, was it? live like a slave. Ba- basically, uh, yeah, I would rather jump off the ship. That's what he basically said. I would rather jump off the ship than to live uh, like a slave. So. Those people sacrificed, even though they didn't know anything about what that, that was that was about to happen, uh, but they still sacrificed for others. But the larger sacrifice is the people who came here, and now we're here because of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what I think of. It's like the biggest thing is like the people that lived through all of the beatings and the labor and the, the mistreatment and fighting for the military and still coming back and being treated like crap and stuff like that. It's like that stuff that it, it just resonates with me. Uh, my grandfather fought in World War II, Vietnam War, and the Korean War. 
all three wars, and he was treated like secondary. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was still he still came back to Jim Crow laws. He still came back to voting voting laws that didn't make him what well, didn't want to make him vote. But of course, he wanted to vote because he just figured that it's a right for everybody. So, um, so let's talk about the moments, you guys. So, what moments are very special to you in those uh, that that you can just think of in your mind that's very important to now? Um, one that I was thinking about was <clears throat> the voting rights law. You were just talking about voting, but it happened in 1965. It was basically when Lyndon Johnson uh, passed a law that, you know, everybody can vote now and not just people based on like certain colors. And I think that's very important because, I mean, we get to vote now and we didn't get to vote then. Like, and a lot of people don't, they be like, oh, I don't want to vote. You know, they just, it didn't matter to them. But back then, like, Black people would have killed to vote just because they weren't being treated how white people were. And now, like, it's just, oh, it's whatever. You know, I might vote. I might not. But, yeah, that was really important. <laughs> All right. I'm a, uh, what, are we, what am I saying? Uh, moments, right, I would say early Reconstruction era, right after the 13th or the 15th Amendments have passed, um, is when we actually have or we as black people have a large amount of representatives actually elected to office. Like when you look up the first senator, a lot of times think like, well, maybe it came in the sixties or maybe it came in, you know, the seventies, but not realizing that it actually does come in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's actually a large amount of representation in the house of representatives and the Senate and even on the local levels of government. And so I think it's like a big moment that a lot of people don't know about. Like black people right after slavery were eager to get involved in the political system. And it's purposely later denied to them in a way because the 15th Amendment actually guarantees us that right to vote. You have to ask yourself the question, why was that Voting Rights Act in 65 or 64 even necessary? Mm-hmm. And so uh, those are going to be my top moments of it. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, isn't it, isn't it, uh, didn't it expire or something like that, like not too long ago? Oh, the Voting Rights Act? The Voting Rights Act. Uh, I haven't looked into it. I know some people want it. I don't know. I'm not going to say it's expired. Yeah. Yeah, I had to look into it, too, because I could have sworn I saw something saying, like, we need to re-vote it back in. uh, It expired or something like that along those lines. I don't want to say anything that's not true. Uh, But I can just remember me reading that or seeing that somewhere. Uh, But... uh, Oh. See, Wavy. Thank you for recommending me. Um, So, for my... um, my um, top moment in black history, I would say that would be the, um, the I Have a Dream speech by Dr. King um, because, well, I went to MLK like in second grade. And so February, I remember this like it was yesterday. February was the month that every wall, Dr. King, everything, it was everything. And they always talked about it every, day, every morning and morning announcements. And it's like, as a kid, I didn't really realize the fight that they like really had to go through, and I didn't, it didn't. I didn't start taking this into realization until like eighth, ninth grade, when I heard about the Emmett Till. That's that's when I really started taking into consideration because yeah. he was a teenager, and that was like that was shocking that that happened. And I said that would be my my top hit, top moment in history because it was just a breakthrough, if you may say, for the black community. Yeah. I like that you brought up Emmett Till. 
I mean, didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I really liked it. Because that, like, that wasn't, like, one of the moments where I was, like, dang, like, black history is important. But, you know, it was, like, one of those eye-opening moments where I was, like, wow, mm-hmm. they would do this to a child, mm-hmm. like, just because he was black. So, yeah. You said the speech? Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to say, uh, the, if you think about it, just... We well Emmett Till is a lucky one if you think about it because his mother wanted this to be publicized. Right. A lot of the times people just wanted to keep this on the wraps because they just looked that bad. Emmett Till mother wanted this stuff to be publicized to show that this is this is not the first person. That's what they're doing, had. yeah. It's just know, daily. This is what's going on down here in the South. And this something needs to change. Because they said when they caught the people who did it, it's only that trial ended for 30 minutes. That was it. And of course, every last one of them got let off. And then recently, in like, what was it 2008 or nine, when the woman had came out about it? Yeah, she said that, she was lying. That was worse. That's that was like, even worse. That was a surprise. And recently, recently, uh, some KKK members went over to his. Oh, they shot his uh, the yeah, memorial yeah, up. They, wow! They yeah. Like they just they just like redid it and everything. They shot it up the same day. So now it's bulletproof. So they so people have to go to the extremes uh, for, to preserve our history. This is the fact that they still like that was sixty like that was a long time ago. The fact that people still have that hate to do that that's for a child that's, that they now know is innocent like and you still exactly that's that's so crazy and that's a child 15 right. i mean that child was always innocent he was only accused of whistling that white woman it's, right there's no crime in that i mean yeah, yeah but now that you even know that he didn't even do right. that right that's, i always think about rosewood when i when i, when I mm. that you know rosewood is one of my that's the first movie i cried on i was little i was like i was in middle school and my dad made me watch it and I remember Cuba Gooden Jr. ear being cut off. And I remember people being lynched and everybody being being uh, uh, being buried in the same grave and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, somebody, somebody digs up the massive grave and there's thousands of bodies in there and stuff like that. It's just the stuff that the stuff that we just don't even think about and the stuff that we that we don't learn, I think that is 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 vital to our upbringing. I think that we have a we have a disconnect from just our grandparents' generation because we think that we. I think the technology age is crippling you guys mm-hmm. because we don't want to talk to our um, to our elders and things like that. We need to take advantage of when they're here when they're still alive. We need to take advantage of that. Uh, because it's so much, so much history that, that you lose. Uh, I told my mom the other day, I wish that we could go back to the English days and how when people died, they used to make songs and poems and things like that. And then those poems and songs would be passed down generation to generation. Unless you do something very big, very positive in your community, your, uh, your story kind of gets lost after two, three generations. Uh, so... I really think that we need to start writing down our history, our family history, first of all. I think we need to start writing it down. So let's just say your great-grandparents, I mean your great-grandkids, your great-grandkids mm-hmm. can understand who your parents were. 
So they can understand the history that they come from and then they can feel some type of way or some type of pride about themselves, about their last name that they share with you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, D-Lo, uh, what yes. about your moment in history? Okay, my moment would be the Little Rock Nine, and it happened in September 1957. Um, President Dwight D. Eisenhower had allow nine black um, students to go to an all-white school, which was Central High School. So that was like one big moment because, I mean, at that point, blacks and whites couldn't go to school together. So it was like, I guess, a special moment that they came together. But I mean, they didn't, you know, acknowledge them and didn't want them there. But at least we got to go to a school with black people, I mean, white people. Mm -hmm. I think um, a black moment, a porn top black moment would be the Black Panther Party. And it was started in started in 1966, I think that was the year, in Cali. And I feel like that's like, it was kind of a high, like where like we celebrated being black and helped our community and stuff like that. And I feel like, I don't know, too much after like they killed him was it yeah if i don't know if like they still kept that you know saying how they were passionate about <laughs> my bad how they were passionate about you know like the black movement and stuff because you know it was just like one it was like people like it isn't the same as like well, um what not to cut you off but this is why games were created yeah because really necessarily the Crips to be more specific. This is why the Crips was created because after the whole entire black party was demolished, uh, black Panther party was demolished and uh, torn to shreds. Uh, I forgot his name, who was it? They, they created the Crips, uh, Williams. Tookie Williams. Tookie Williams is father or uncle, I can't remember specifically. They were part of the Black Panther Party. And what happened was they, like, of course, they couldn't come back up with the same name. So he was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to create all my own thing. And basically, that's how the Crips were born. The Crips originally, they took up the same thing that the Black Panther Party did. They had the, they had the uh, grocery store, the garden for Blacks, and they had the they had homework stuff, like after school stuff. They had a whole bunch of stuff. They had uh, not not necessarily health insurance, but it was housing, housing. I'm sorry, it was housing for everybody and everybody. It was just like Black Panther. But after a while, other people started getting into it, and now it's what it is now. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm sorry to cut you off about that. Yeah, but yeah, after like. How it's supposed to be, it like worked for the moment that they were alive and before they got shut up. But I feel like after they didn't, well, they did with the Crips and stuff, but after a while, it didn't like the people weren't consistent with the thing. What, what am I saying? People weren't consistent, like as being passionate and having like black communities come together. But I feel like once uh, Black Lives Matter, 
came back up. It's not just one person, cause so you can't like kill one person, cause everybody believes in Black Lives Matter. So I feel like it's kind of back at a high, and we still working to kind of working to like build our community back up and still, you know, be strong with that. Okay. Selves. All right, so mostly your moment in history. Um, so mine is Claudia Colvin. She was actually um, COVID, yeah. She was actually the one, the first one of the people, like on the bus, like Rosa Parks. She was before Rosa Parks. Like um, she was one of the people to get up out of her seat and stuff. And that's really touching. Actually, she was. Um, she was actually studying black leaders like Harriet Tubman in her second grade school. And she was actually around the Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right, lastly, Scholar. Mine is the transatlantic slave trade, because without that, like, none of this really would have ever been relevant. Mm -hmm. So, um, Britain, actually, Britain and Portugal together, brought 70% of all the Africans to the Americans and um, between 1640 and 1807. And uh, it, left, it was just had a bad mark on Africa as a whole, specifically West Africa, after the whole ordeal was finished. So that's what I'm Okay. Like all right, that. so you're basically saying the transatlantic slave trade, you're saying it. Me and you would, well, all of us would be sitting there talking. No, possibly. So, right. <clears throat> it's kind of deep to be thinking about it. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, can I add one more? Yes, ma'am. Ruby Bridges. She was the first black girl to ever go to a white school. And nobody, like, literally nobody wanted her there at all. Like, all the white parents was, like, pulling their students out of the school and stuff because it was like, they don't want her, want their kids in the room with her, you know, all that type of stuff. But, That's correct. yeah, she was the first black little girl to ever be in a all white school. And she's just 65, 63. I think so. 65. She's Very much recent. Right. Very much so. so she's crazy. That that is that is crazy. My dad is he was born in 57. So whoa. Right. Like my grandpa. My he, uh, I've talked to him because I've tried to make an effort of talking to my grandparents more. Because like you said, like we'd be on our phones too much and don't really communicate with our grandparents. So, like, recently I found out that he fought in the Vietnam War, and he used to tell, well, he's told me about, like, the times, like, when he was little, he had to get off the sidewalk whenever, like, a white person was walking towards him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, that was recently, like, you were alive then, so, like, <laughs> I know, but it's like, wow. it's like, it's like, wow, this is for real, and people are still alive from when that happened. And I guess you don't really realize that when you're so caught up in you know, your phones now. and social media. So just imagine your grandfather couldn't walk on the same sidewalk, but now you you sit in the same classroom mm -hmm. as someone else is other than black. You know? Mm -hmm. So we just we just gotta be thankful, man. We gotta be thankful. Very thankful. And uh honestly like everybody who are, who is probably like forties and up, thank you. All right. Like everybody who's listening your parents, everybody's parents, and everybody else, thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for everything that that, uh, that that you've done for us. Yes. And this is not considered uh, a, a 
just all black, because I, I tell my students all the time, there have been a lot of other people that have helped black people in all of our situations. So this goes for everybody. Thank you so much for all the, all the everything that you've done for us, because we wouldn't be here because of you. Period. All right, so we have like a minute left. So I know I say that we're going to do top five, so we need to hurry up and get this top five in. So okay. top five, oh, well, we still kind of already said yeah. it. Kinda yeah. Said yeah, so, so uh, you already know. So our top five was like the, our top uh, moments. Mm-hmm. In, uh, Correct. History. All right, so um, this was an excellent talk again. This is a good part two. Um, I hope you guys love it, appreciate it. Y'all please share, share it, share it, share, 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 share. y'all can hear the bells going on, y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace. Peace.